Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Robin. And this is Home is Where the Murder Is. Happy Thursday, Molly. That's the day for a little while longer because we're recording late at night because that's what we do. Another 45 minutes and it will be Friday. Friday the 28th. Yep. But when you listen to this, it will not be. No, it will not be. Who knows? Who knows what day it will be when you listen to this? Surprise. Could be any day in the future. Yeah. So what's new? Oh, well. How are your kids? (laughs) (laughs) Just peaches as usual. They're great. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's fine. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. So um, we had a pretty fun night tonight, though, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we got to go out to um, the Driftless Social in Mount Horeb. They had their um, benefit for LLS tonight, um, and it was Nashville night there. Yeah, so that was really fun, and uh, people were all dressed up in their Nashville gear. Yep, and we had some singer-songwriters there singing songs, and I think that we ended up raising over $4,000. I'm not sure exactly on the number, but I think think we got to $2,000 and then we had a match of $2,000. So I think it's right around there. So that was so awesome to see. Yeah, a lot of great sponsors, local and uh, beyond. So that was really cool. Yeah, so that was, yeah, really, really awesome to see out there. Good to see a lot of people that we don't get to see every day. Yeah. And then there's people that we do see every day. So a lot of people there that we see a lot there. Yeah. Which is great, too. I love it. Yeah. It's so. great to see people that are regularly coming in to support the business. So yeah. we appreciate that. You know what else happened today? What? Our windows didn't get put in. Yeah. You guys, I have to tell you a story. I don't know if you want to hear it. I am sure they don't want to hear it. But let me tell you something. When you lease a building, you should have windows. Functioning so, windows. Functioning windows. It's a pretty important part of a building. And we've been leasing our what office What do they say space. about windows? They're the eyes of the building or house do they say that though they all or did do you just make no nope, they all say that i hear it constantly i don't know yeah either. i don't know about that all the time i don't know uh, i don't know about that so yeah um so our lease we are leasing a building and they were supposed to put our windows in today after a year of waiting for them and then they get here and they are the wrong size so now it could be another year apparently because apparently well, the, it takes a year to get windows, which it does not. So I'm angry. Yeah. Yeah. It's Robin almost had one of those moments that you see on TV snapped. Yeah. So I was going to be talked about on our podcast. Yeah. That would have been fun to cover be for me by myself about her. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, lots of things. Could I ever tell a, a story? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah, today I almost snapped. So I am happy that we made it this far. And tomorrow mm-hmm. is a new day. It is. But there was also God. good news today. So Yeah, we did have some good news to it today too. But so there's good and bad. It. And I mean really the good outweighs everything else. So Yeah. So the only other piece of business that I really have is that I just want to remind people that we have been growing a lot. We are at over two thousand downloads right now. We also are averaging around 150 downloads a day. So that's Pretty, I'm sorry, no, was it a a day? A week. Oh. I think it's a week. I'm sorry, a week. Or is it? No, it's got to be more. Anyway. Either way. A lot. It's been kind of crazy. I was doing the numbers, but I'm not the numbers person in this group. Um, That is definitely Molly's job. So 
either way, it's alarming how quickly this is growing. So we just want to remind people that we are trying to partner with other realtors in other states and other countries as well, just because it would be very helpful to get more inside information on properties that we can't access. So if you know of anyone that is a realtor and they want to partner with us, we'd love to chat with them. We'd also like to remind other realtors that this is an opportunity for you to get a shout out on a podcast that is now in 50 countries and 50 states. So um, keep that in mind and uh, reach out to us and refer anybody that you know. We'd also love to get more referrals from you guys when it comes to cases as well. We do have a couple you know, that we really want to get to, but we also want to hear what you want to Yeah, to if you like, to. you know, certain types of cases. I know I've covered a lot of um, family murders, which today isn't any different. I have too. I was looking at that. I'm like, jeez, look at us go. But you know what the problem with it is that our, our whole podcast is on houses, on murders. Right, and a lot of families live in homes. The families do they live in They seem to love a home. They do. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. So, you know... A house isn't a home. Without a murder? Without a family. Oh. I mean, I guess you can have a home on your own. I don't know. Well, I guess. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. We're getting deep and I don't like it. Ooh, that's what she said. Oh. (laughs) Or didn't say. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's, that's it. I think it's now a good time on that note to get into our murder of the day. The murder of the day. So, I have the case today. Um... My case takes place in South Africa, so we do not have a lot of um, access to a lot of South African um, yeah no we're real not, estate we're not licensed license there. So there was there was a good amount of information on the internet about the, what happened to the home, but um, in either case, if there's anyone in South Africa that's a realtor that's listening to this or knows someone that is, I would love to be able to dig a little bit deeper into this. Um, but yeah, I'm going to actually start off with the emergency call. Ooh. I think that that's a fun way to start. Okay, let's Just a do little this. snippet of it. I just want you to hear okay. how this goes. All right. Here we go. What is Stephen? What is your emergency? I um, yeah. I need an ambulance. Lots of... Um, you need an been... ambulance? Yes, please. What's your name, sir? Uh, Henry from Bredor. Henry, what's the yeah. contact number you're phoning from? Um, my home phone number, but um, I'm not sure what the home phone number is. My cell phone. We're at 12 Horsker Street, please. What is this number that you're phoning from? Is there someone else that can speak if you're not able to? No. I'm... Who else is in the house? There's no one else. Uh, I need else the is... contact number, please. Yeah, okay. 021. 021. Double eight double zero. Double eight double zero. Four nine three. Four nine three. And you need the ambulance to go to what? Number twelve, Hoska Street. Hoska. Hoska. G O S. G O S. K E. What area is this? It's in Stellenbosch, and it's it's in the Zolta Estate. Number twelve, Hoska Street in Stellenbosch. Yes. I'm not picking it up with Bosch. I'm picking it up with Bertus of Molniton. Um, it, well, we're in, okay, in, in the Zolta Winelands. All right, so just, I wanted you to hear how that call sounded. Does that sound like 
a call of someone who just saw his whole family get brutally attacked by a person with an axe and also had to fend off the person. No. Okay. So. I mean, I don't speak for all of our listeners. Right. I'm sure they're all shaking their heads right now. Right. That that call doesn't seem stressed, alarming. Like, he seems like a no. little, like, out of it. Yeah, like sure. he just maybe got done running a mile or exactly. something. Exactly. So... This is the story of the Van Breda murders. So on January 27th, 2015, in Stellenbosch, South Africa, at a home in a gated housing estate within the wine region, Martin Van Breda, his wife Teresa, their oldest son Rudy, and daughter Marley were attacked by someone with an axe. Their son Henry was also attacked, but able to make a call to the local emergency line, which you just heard. And that call goes on for about 20 minutes in that same type of a tone. Wow. So he kept talking to the emergency personnel um, just about the situation. And he talks about that his whole family, he, there's no one conscious that he, or that he thinks that his sister is moving a little bit. So. Okay. Um, so Martin was 54, Teresa was 55, their oldest son Rudy was 22, and their daughter Marley was 16 at the time. Unfortunately, Martin, Teresa, and Rudy were all pronounced dead at the scene. Okay. But Marley, the daughter, the youngest, who was 16, was in critical, critical condition, having sustained serious head injuries and had her jugular vein severed. Ew. So, no, thank you. Yeah, she was rushed to the ICU, and over the next few months and many surgeries, she was saved. But she was also diagnosed with retrograde amnesia and had no recollection of the events that took place the night of the event. Henry sustained minor injuries that night. That's interesting. Very interesting. So, like I said, now, I don't know about you, but hearing that call and Henry's calm and seemingly collected and not worried or panicked at all in the slightest voice makes me suspicious. I think he did it. I mean, right. I mean, it's pretty easy to tell here, and I'll get into the case. But, um, you know, we do say just because someone reacts a certain way in a situation doesn't mean, you know, guilty until proven or innocent until proven guilty, right? Even though they sound pretty damn guilty there. Yeah. Um, But... You know, people have weird reactions. Like, I've laughed at, like, very awkward situations before when you should not be laughing, right? But it's like sometimes your body reacts in ways that you don't know how it's going to react until you're in that situation. Yeah. I do not think that I would be reacting in the same way that he did here if your entire family was murdered. Yeah. That's just – it's not even like a – I can understand, like, a in shock. I can understand her hysterical – but what I can't understand is this just like out of breath, yeah, kind of nonchalant attitude. He's he got almost going seems there. like annoyed like, to uh, uh, most no, of the time. No if you listen to the whole, yeah, if you listen to the whole thing, it's like he's almost annoyed that, like you know, that he had yeah. to repeat his address here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, there's like no sense of urgency. No, which bothers me. No, that would be my number one. Is right. Get somebody here and fix this. Right. So going back a bit, Henry tried calling his then girlfriend who was 16 years old, named Bianca. Remember, he is 20 at the time. Oh, so there's that. in the cradle. Yeah, around 4.42 a.m. And when she didn't answer, he searched the internet for a local emergency number. Three, Wait a second. Yeah. 
He called his girlfriend first to report yep. that his whole family had been murdered. He was trying to call his girlfriend first. And then he has to search for an emergency phone yes. number. Is that how that works in South Africa? They no, don't just... I do not think so. I will say he had just been in Australia for an amount of time, so maybe he just, he just couldn't remember the number, the difference between the two. I'm not sure. Um, okay. But, yeah. Sure. So, yeah, he searched the Internet for a local emergency number. Then three hours later, he finally made that call. Three hours yep. later? Yep. Oh. Um, yeah, so, yeah, three whole hours. So after he searched for the number to call in an emergency, almost three hours later, it took him to call. Granted, while his family is lying dead or dying, he spent those 25 minutes calmly on the phone, too, with the emergency services. What did he do for those three hours? So later on, I'll get to that. Oh, okay. But um, supposedly he blacked out. Oh, I hate it when that happens. But um, they did investigate a little bit further, and um, I'll talk about that a okay. little bit further. Yeah. So when emergency services finally did arrive, they could have never prepared themselves for what was to come. They walked into blood splatter everywhere. Teresa was found upstairs with her feet hanging off the side of the staircase. She was dressed in a spaghetti strap, string top, and just her underwear with blood all around her. Rudy was found in the bedroom that him and Henry were sharing on the floor in a pool of blood and not far from him with most of his body kind of over the mattress was their father, Martin. Detective Sergeant Marlon Apollos had been on the force for 14 years and this was to become the biggest case that he had ever worked on. He even said that you didn't think something like this would happen in this nice community. It was a golf community, gated, you know, security but it did. A paramedic who was there that day said it was the worst thing he had seen in his 39-year career. I believe it. Um, he said blood ran like a waterfall down Girls, the stairs. Could, I know. You, you don't like left, blood. You could have left that part out. No. I want you guys to get a picture about how awful the mm -hmm. scene was mm -hmm. and think about his voice Thank talking you. about this. That's so sweet, Molly. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I am cringing over here. Yeah. This is gross. It, it was awful. So at the scene, both an axe and a knife were found, and both were identified from coming from their home. So they belonged to the family. They also found that no force entry was evident. So it seems as though the killer was already within the home. Oh Henry God. gave a statement to the police soon after the attack, saying that they, he had seen and rustled the intruder who then stabbed him in the torso with a knife. Initially, the police seemed to think that what Henry said was true, since Henry had injuries as well. Um, so a little bit more about South Africa. Crime is a very common thing there. When compared to other countries, South Africa has a notable, noticeably higher rate of violent crime and has a reputation for consistently having one of the highest murder rates in the world. I bet you Milwaukee has higher. It's up there, huh? <laughs> During the last three months of 2022, around 83 people were murdered in South Africa every day. Wait, how many? 83, you said? 83 people murdered, every day. Murdered in South Africa every single day. Okay, I will check to see what Milwaukee is at. Yeah. I think we're close. 83 people every day? Have you been there? I think it's not 83 <laughs> people every day. But yeah. But I mean, that's a lot. I mean, that's a really high rate. For, yeah, it's, there's yes. very little survival rate in South Africa. Yeah, you got to be on your toes there. So a call like this probably didn't sound like too you know, too much alarm to the emergency crew, which you could kind of tell, like, she wasn't, like, real panic. I mean, but that's also their job to try to keep everyone calm, right? But I can only imagine the number and amount of calls that they were getting 
not similar to this, but just about yeah, emergencies sure. happening. Henry's now girlfriend, um, Danielle um, Jantz Van Runsberg. There's a lot of names there. Great. It doesn't matter. We don't. Yeah. Says she believes that there's no way that Henry could have done this, though. Sure. His aunt um, also said that he that she would support Henry no matter what. Sure. So sure. he has some family and his girlfriend behind him here. Oh, okay. Um, his aunt said there's nothing in her mind that he could have done it and there's no motive. And that she had no hint of any issues or problems in the family. She said, the Henry that I know, nothing in the 19 years that I knew him led me to think that there's danger in Henry. Well, people, what was, what's her name? Thought Ted Bundy was a nice guy? Right. Like, well, and also, she's not living there. Yeah, like, you don't know. You don't know really what's going on. Keep your mouth shut. So the family was well known and both came both sides came from wealthy and well established South African families. They lived in Australia for 8 years but moved back in 2014 to South Africa. Both sons, both Rudy and Henry stayed in Australia to finish their schooling. So Martin, Teresa and Marley moved into their home back in South Africa. The community was in a golf estate with high security gates, electric fences, CCTV, Thermal cameras, 24-hour patrols, and limited access. Oh, great. So they'll be able to see the crazy person with the axe come in, right? Oh, absolutely, right? (laughs) Yes. So what happened the night on January 27th? So the family was all home together, including Rudy and Henry, who were home from Australia. They had family dinner together, and by midnight, everyone was in bed. Hours later, they were attacked. According to Henry, someone broke in. Henry just happened to be awake and in the bathroom when it happened, too. Just happened to be, right? Yep. He said a well-built black intruder did this. Henry said that the man was wearing gloves and dark clothing. The man went into the bedroom that he was sharing with Rudy and suddenly attacked Rudy with an axe. Rudy was attacked first in his bed. Henry says that he cried for help, which made his father wake up and run in, and it's assumed that he tried to protect his son. Henry said he froze and stood watching in fear. Teresa and Marley then came in, and both were also attacked. Henry said the intruder was laughing as he struggled with him. In Henry's version, the attacker had a knife also and attacked him with that and then fled. And then after his girlfriend didn't answer the phone when he called her, he passed out on the stairs for a few hours. And then a little after 7 a.m., he regained his consciousness and then made that call for help. Uh, um, uh, so let me get this straight. This guy broke in. Mm-hmm. And even though he knew that this Henry guy was standing right there. He continued to attack everyone else, including the women who would probably be weaker than the other male, but he continued to not attack Henry, but stab him. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he ha- he attacks everyone else with the axe, but chooses to stab him once and then just decides to leave. Right. Okay. Thanks. Got it. I did. I, you Got know, it now? Makes so much sense. Perfect. Thank you. Yep. Glad was, we cleared it up. That was the recap, uh, the Robin version of yep. the recap. So you're welcome. The RR. Ooh, Robin I, recap. I like it. So Henry's girlfriend is the one who refuses to believe that he did anything. She has always felt very safe around him, she said. They met each other not long after the murders happened, actually, at cooking school where they were both enrolled. She had no idea who he was at that time. 
She found out by an article on the internet. She felt heartbroken for him when she found out. Within months of them dating, he was officially charged with murdering his father, mother, and brother and attempted murder of his sister. Still, she was unfazed and unconvinced. She said he is selfless and that his stories always made sense to her because of the lack of evidence. Okay, so do we want to know what I think of her? I think that she's like, I think that he has her under some sort of a spell. Okay, you want magic to, involved. Okay. The word I would use um, is she's a dumbass. Yep. So. Yep. There's my two cents. Right. So, back to Marlon. Um, he knew something wasn't right. The detective. He said that Henry was saying what happened, and he said, "Oh yeah, I knew that this couldn't be true." And he knew that he was lying, but the fact is that he had to prove it. Even though he knew, you know, he's like, this doesn't make any sense. They need evidence, right? They need to that figure it out. That is true. Right. But the, well, my issue is, is common sense would tell you that this guy did it. Right. And there are... Listen, it didn't take long to prove true, this. True, but like there's two people out there that are like, oh, no. It's like, okay, so it makes you wonder about our world. Right. So one of the main reasons that, you know, that they believe that Henry did this was there was no evidence of break-in and also nothing was taken. Oh. So you kill everybody, that's a great time to start robbing them. Well, or you would, so break-ins and all that kind of stuff was happening a lot in South Africa, right? But why would you break into a home and not take anything? Why would you go straight up and start murdering people? Right. Right. Um, All the valuables were on the bottom floor, and remember, people were murdered upstairs. So literally, yeah, the no person sense. could have came in, taken yeah. things, and gotten out without them yeah. even knowing. The security experts at the trial all but said that not even Houdini could have broken into their home. There was so much surveillance and yeah. things helping keep this community safe. Um, it was argued that Henry had wanted his family to bleed to death, which is why it took him so long to call for emergency services. What a sweet boy. Um, Marley was shown to have put up the greatest fight, his sister, who was 16. Teresa and Rudy had minor defensive wounds. Martin had deep wounds on his back. It's thought that he may have tried to use his own body to shield his son Rudy from the axe, hoping that maybe Henry wouldn't strike him and hit him because it was his father, but he did. Marley and Henry were largely kept apart from each other following the killings, and they did not see each other for about five months. Wow. Yep. Okay. So... The most damning evidence against Henry, however, are the knife wounds that he received. They were proven to be self-inflicted. Aha. Yes. According to forensic pathologist Mary Ann Tamsnia. There are some great names in this Listen, South Africa, I'm so sorry for pronunciations (laughs) here. It's it's hard. Our Wisconsin accents can say Oconomowoc and Waukesha. We can't say that shit. So I'm so sorry if I'm saying names wrong. I try to listen to them, but I say them like 10 times and I still say them wrong. It was the funniest thing. I was practicing. She was. So um, she said that the cuts barely even cut the skin and they were very superficial and uniform and similar in nature. Which wouldn't be happening if you were defending yourself against someone trying to kill you. Well, right. And if someone were killing your entire family with an axe, why would they choose not to do that to you? Why would he all of a sudden bring out this knife? Like, did this kid even think this through? No. She also pointed out that if you are in a struggle, like a life or death situation, and you're like fighting for your life. Oh, yeah. That um, 
like Henry said he was with the intruder, you would likely see some bruising yeah, or scratching. Wounds. Right. Like, because you'd be grabbing each Absolutely. other, wrestling around. There yeah. was nothing like that. Mm. From the pushing and pulling on each other, nope. no evidence of that. Okay. Um, yeah. Still, his girlfriend didn't believe this and said that, um, didn't find this alarming at all. I feel like he could tell her, look her straight in the eye and say, all right, yep, I killed my entire family. And she still probably wouldn't believe she it. She did admit in the interview that if he would admit to her, like, then she would believe him oh, finally. Believe on. it fine. I know. What the? She, I mean, yeah. She just seems like she's totally, like, blinded by her love she for him. therapy. I said in here, like, I'm like, she is not taking any of these red flags that keep flying up. Like, come on. She's, this is what she had to say. She says, I wasn't there, and I don't really know what happened. You can't really judge a picture just by looking at it. Anything that doesn't make much sense, she chalks up to his recent diagnosis of epilepsy, which also explains the many holes in his story. Oh, for the love of So, which Pete. is why he blacked out for three hours. But it was also proven that he would have had to have been sitting straight up because of the blood splatters and how they went on his body. If he was laying down, passed out, they would have rolled a different way versus how oh. they were actually on his body as well. So that was also proven wow, wrong. But, but she knows better than the scientists. She knows. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So after Henry was charged with his family's murder in June 2016, he was released on bail. He was then arrested in September 2016 um, with his girlfriend for professional for um, the possession of marijuana. Okay, so wait a second. He is on trial for brutally murdering his entire family. But he was he was but he, he got, got bail. bail. Yep. Remember his family's very wealthy. I don't his family's dead. But I mean, but still like yeah. he, there's a thing called no bail. I know. Different different countries. Oh my god. So um so yeah. So wait, okay. So then he gets out on bail, and then he's got. And then marijuana. him and his girlfriend get arrested for See, that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So three and a half years after the murders, finally Henry was on trial. Why did it take so long? I know you don't know that. I yes. You weren't there. You, you know, know what? The the criminal justice system is yeah, why. I'm going to need a little more in depth detail of the criminal justice system in South Africa. If someone could please go look into that. Yeah. And report back. Thank you. Right. So on April 4th, 2017, the state's trial against Henry started in the Western Cape High Court with him entering a not guilty plea, which we knew he would do. During the trial, Susan Galloway, um, Cape Town prosecutor, insisted that Henry reenact his version of the crime. So he did, which you can see this too, like he's reenacting how he struggled with the ah. person. She said that most people in that sort of situation he was in wouldn't be able to recount blow for blow what had happened, but Henry did. Ah. He, it was almost like he gave a performance, like a choreographed version of what had happened, like maybe he had practiced it. Oh, practice makes perfect. Remember, he blacked out. How could he remember all of this, That's right? That's a good point. So, yeah. The pieces of this so-called circumstantial evidence were really starting to add up. The blood splatter at the crime scene also and Henry's socks and shorts further exposed his story as a lie. Um, the Susan Galloway said his version of having stood inside the bathroom behind the door could not have possibly been true because there was no blood splatter around the door and on the door itself. But there was blood splatter on his clothes, socks, shorts. Doesn't matter. You can't have one without the other. 
She speculates that there was probably an argument in the house that night about a long-standing issue in the family, so he took it out on his brother, and once he started with him, he couldn't stop. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say your voice is getting real dry there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, she needs her tea. I need a tea. <clears throat> um, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm very invested in this. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by the things that they're coming up with. So sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a whole lot of commentary on that one. I just want to hear more. Right. Okay. So according to the Sunday Times, police investigated a number of possible motives, such as Henry's allowance possibly been being cut off by his parents. It always comes back to money, right? Uh. A neighbor, Stephanie Opthoff, who lived opposite of the family, said that on the night of January 26th, I put my kids to bed around 8. I am an interior decorator and had a lot of work to do. The children were asleep and things were very quiet. Wait, she put her kids to bed at 8 and they actually went to sleep? That would be so nice. That's Right. So um, the children were asleep and things were very quiet. The television was also off. At around 10 p.m., she heard very loud male voices that sounded as if they were fighting. It was so loud that I got a huge fright and never had heard a fight over there before. The defense argued that it was maybe the Star Trek soundtrack that was playing, but Stephanie stood her ground and said that she had never heard any music, only voices, and in the movie or the music is often, like, way louder than the dialogue. So neighbors and close family friends described the family's I mean, described Henry has always been like the black sheep of the family, which they usually are, right? Marley and Rudy both thrived at school while Henry had actually dropped out. So, yeah. I mean, I'm the black sheep of my family, but I'm not killing nobody. Well, right, right. I'm just more fun than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People choose different paths, right? Absolutely. Um, he was also reported to have a drug addiction as well. Well, golly gee. Which um, made his parents threaten to cut his allowance if he didn't get cleaned up. Well, so. good. I mean, you got to do something. Yep. And it sucks because they had his best interests at heart, and and that's his reaction to it. Yep. The Times tracked down a man who claimed to have been Henry's drug dealer uh. and reportedly identified him from a, a photograph saying that he was a regular customer. Oh, no. So Henry also allegedly spent time at a drug rehab center in Cape Town. Okay. So obviously didn't work because just right. made him more crazy. <clears throat> so on May 21st, 2018, the court delivered its verdict and he was found guilty on three counts of murder, one count of attempted murder and defeating the ends of justice. Whatever. I don't know what that and means. That, South Africa is what it means. <laughs> he was immediately taken into custody instead of temporary release until sentencing in the interest of society. He was transferred to um, Polesmore Prison's hospital section. He was under treatment for epilepsy and depression following the murders. Then he was finally set, sentenced So on June 7, 2018, so not long after, but that's when the sentencing happened. Mm-hmm. There was like a delay with the judge's family or something. Um, then he was transferred to Polesmore Prison to the Drankenstein Correctional Center where he served, where he will serve his sentence. On November 7, 2018, the Supreme Court of Appeal dismissed Henry's application for a leave to appeal his convictions and sentence. So he tried to appeal, and obviously they're like, uh, no. Uh, no, you're uh, no. murderer. Daniela says she has only ever known him as a loving partner. They continued their relationship from prison and saw herself staying with him. He has still never shown any remorse or admitted to his guilt. So she's still with him now? As far as I can tell. She's mentally ill. So this, it's been, I mean, I, I don't know if they're keeping up on their relationship, but at 
the Either time of, way, yes. mentally ill. For you not to believe that he killed his family, mm-hmm. there is something not right about you. Right. So Henry was relocated from um, Drinkenstein, Drinkenstein Correctional Center in oh, Parle to Lewak Prison <laughs> in Gutenberg. Yes. Gutenberg. All right, can you I, say that listen, all over again? Absolutely, I will never. <laughs> he was transfer- transferred in January following the, an attack in prison, allegedly by a member of a number gang. It is said that his skull was split open with a padlock by a member of one of the numbers gang. I was going to say, was it an axe? No, <laughs> wouldn't that have been something? <laughs> I don't know how you get an axe, but okay. So it was estimated that Marley inherited, so I'm not sure what the R before the number means in South African, but, um, and I meant to look that up, but now I'm seeing it and I realize I didn't, but Marley inherited R200 million after the death of her family and the conviction of her brother. Her estate was placed under um, curatorship until she turns 21, which she has, um, at, because at the time of the murder, she was 16 years old, and this happened eight years ago. And Henry will receive nothing from the estate. So there is one really you good thing. You want to know, if I were Marley, what I would do is I would take some of that money and like buy some lavish jewels and an outfit and just go parade myself in front of him while he's behind bars. Yeah. Be like, oh, you wanted you wanted money? Mm. I believe that she still has never had any contact well, good. with her brother, but she is close with the aunt that believes. Oh, gross. Yeah. But I think that it, I think that that might be like the family that she has. I would get new family. That woman. You mean to tell me what you're having tea with this woman? That hey, sorry, you got an axe taken to your skull, but there's no way it was your brother, even though it was your brother. I know. Oh. So, yeah. So um, now a little information about the house. The house is at number twelve Groskas G G O S K E Street, um, Dzelki, and it's a modern Cape style home. So um, the luxury home was sold for more than two point three million. The home when they bought it was then a seven bedroom, seven bathroom, two car space property in two thousand and twelve for two point two million, with um, with some. Like it says, three point eight six hectare property, including development approval for six additional residential lots. So they had wow, some, they yeah, had some land there. They had some okay. land there too. It was on the market just three months before it was snapped up for um, less than the asking price, um, and it was sold to an investing company for two point three five million in April two thousand seventeen. An investment firm bought the property and immediately put it up for rental. The property was put up for rent three months after the sale date, listed at $3,250 a week. It has been rented ever since, according to the owners. So they rent it out. Yep, so they're renting it out. Okay. So. Interesting. That is the story of Henry and what he did to his family. Um, so another um, son murdering his yeah, family way to go. story. Boy, is this have anything to do with the kids not going to bed in a time of I don't, I'm Is this your subconscious? Worried? I don't know. <laughs> do I yell at them too much or are they going to attack me? Um, no, no. All no, I know no, is no. I don't want to be here for that. No. Um, My next one is an, does not have a son killing anyone. Well, so I will tell great. you that. That's so. nice. Um, so... Oh, I had a I had a question about oh, your case. Yes, ma'am. What is that? What was the last thing you said? Um, that it was rented out. Nope, it's gone. It's mm. gone forever. That they had a lot of land. Well, oh yeah, we're close. That's where I wanted to go with it. Oh, so 
Oh no, that wasn't it. So the uh, can he appeal his conviction at he all? He tried to appeal and can it was he, denied. But like, can it? Can he continue to? You know how like in the states, right? You can get multiple appeals. I I do don't. Know? I do not think that they're going to allow him to oh. because it. I mean, there's three life sentences yeah. and attempted. And he's so. got no parole whatsoever. Right? Not that I read. Okay. I, like I said, it's you know in different countries it's kind I of know, different that's with the, the judicial problem, system. It's like you don't know right. If they're gonna. So nothing that I read or heard from anything I listened to said that he had like that they had anything like that. So and then my second thing was about the land. It's mm-hmm. interesting that so sixth essentially six residential lots essentially could have been made out of that. If this kid could have just not been a pile of shit, right. he really could have. You know, done something with the well, right. Family. I mean, like, like I said, this family was wealthy. Yeah. Like they had this, like, like get your shit together. Like, yeah. I, I, it, it just it sounds like an entitled little brat that right. got pissed. Yep, and that's how he handled things. Yep, this is why you got to keep an eye on tempers, folks, and yep. make sure you do not have an axe in your home. Right, but and, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I've been doing a lot of. Uh, Cases like in the states and specifically like Wisconsin, just because we're here and we understand, I feel like a little bit yeah. more of the system. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but my next murder will also um, start in Wisconsin, actually. So I figured we're much. coming back stateside <laughs> next time because I can't pronounce these names. We tried though. You we tried. tried. I tried. Listen, like I said, I tried. I did my best. Yeah, That's all I we can ever did, hope. I think you did really good. But yeah, so hopefully Henry is um, having yeah. an awful time with the I, rest of his life, and I hope yeah. that he, yeah, um, slowly, you know, he gets paper cuts every day, and I hope that, that they never heal. It's girlfriend. like the same paper cut in the same spot oh that God. never heals. Ow. That is awful, but so exactly. necessary. Exactly. That's yeah. what he should get. I hope his girlfriend gets the help she needs. <clears throat> I, I do wonder if they're still together because this was, you know, a few Either years way, ago. There's, some, so. there's a screw loose on that one. So Oh, yeah. But, yeah, good story, Mal. Thanks. Uh, so don't forget to <coughs> follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I'm working on the Instagram. I'm putting more up She's every day. Doing a great job. I'm trying. And if you have any cases you want us to cover or questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at homeiswherethemurderis at gmail.com. You can also message us at our Facebook page, which is homeiswherethemurderis.com. And please join our group as well so that we can uh, chat more about all the cases that are going on in the yeah. world. Interact with you. Yeah. I pre- We really appreciate it. Like, I know Jerrica. Hey, shout out Jerrica. Like, supposed to give yep. updates about um, the Chandler Haldison case. So. Yep. Oh, and uh, I just actually got a message from somebody in our group. Amber Ravender messaged me a couple cases that we should check out. Great. So. We really appreciate that yes. because we want to talk about what you want to hear. So send them over, guys. So, yeah. Yeah. So thanks again, everybody. We hope you have an awesome week. Thank you. Bye.